Good evening and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for this Holy Thursday Mass celebrated by the Archbishop of New York, Timothy Cardinal Dolan. You can download the worship program for this Mass on your smartphone or other device at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. As we begin this liturgy, we invite you to rise and to join in singing the entrance hymn found in the online program, Lord, who at thy first Eucharist.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. How welcome all of you are. We know every Mass is the greatest prayer that we have, but this evening's is particularly fervent, is it not? On this very night of the Last Supper, of the night before He died, we all thank Almighty God for the gift of the Holy Eucharist. We all thank Almighty God for the for the inspiration of loving service that Jesus gave us as He washed the feet of His apostles, and for us bishops, priests, and deacons, a particularly moving evening as we praise Almighty God for the gift of, of the sacrament of holy orders. That's why I'm so happy to welcome uh, Brother Bishops. Archbishop Gabriele Caccia is with us, who's the Holy Father's nuncio to the United Nations, our own Bishop O'Hara and Bishop Whalen. And I'm so happy to welcome a dear friend of almost four decades, Bishop Robert Lynch, the retired bishop of St. Petersburg, Tampa, who will be our preacher this evening. Um, my brother priests who are here and deacons, so many friends. It's good that we're here at this uh, Last Supper, the Mass of the Lord's Supper, that we might offer this great prayer the more worthily we call to mind our sins, and we ask for the mercy that flowed from the cross of Christ. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to life everlasting.
Let us pray. O God, who have called us to participate in this most sacred supper, in which your only begotten Son when about to hand himself over to death, entrusted to the church a sacrifice new for all eternity, the banquet of his love. Grant, we pray, that we may draw from so great a mystery the fullness of charity and of life through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the lands of Egypt, this month shall stand at the head of your calendar. You shall reckon it the first month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel, on the 10th of this month, every one of your families must procure for itself a lamb, one apiece for each household. If a family is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join the nearest household in procuring one and shall share in the lamb in proportion to the number of persons who partake of it. The lamb must be a year old male and without blemish. You may take it from either the sheep or the goats. You shall keep it until the 14th day of this month. And then, with the whole assembly of Israel present, it shall be slaughtered during the evening twilight. They shall take some of its blood and apply it to the two doorposts and the lintel of every house in which they partake of the lamb. That same night they shall eat its roasted flesh with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. This is how you are to eat it, with your loins girt, sandals on your feet and your staff in hand. You shall eat like those who are in flight. It is the Passover of the Lord. For on this same night I will go through Egypt, striking down every firstborn of the land, both man and beast, and executing judgment on all the gods of Egypt, I the Lord. But the blood will mark the houses where you are. Seeing the blood, I will pass over you. Thus, when I strike the land of Egypt, no destructive blow will come upon you. This day shall be a memorial feast for you, which all your generations shall celebrate with pilgrimage to the Lord as a perpetual institution, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Lectura de la primera carta del apóstol San Pablo a los Corintios. Hermanos, yo recibí del Señor lo mismo que les he transmitido, que el Señor Jesús, la noche en que iba a ser entregado, tomó pan en sus manos y pronunciando la acción de gracias, lo partió y dijo, esto es mi cuerpo que se entrega por ustedes. Hagan esto en memoria mía. Lo mismo hizo con el cáliz después de cenar, diciendo, este cáliz es la nueva alianza que se sella con mi sangre. Hagan esto en memoria mía siempre que beban de él. Por eso, cada vez que ustedes comen de este pan y beben de este cáliz, proclaman la muerte del Señor hasta que vuelva. Palabra de Dios. commandment says the Lord love one another as I have loved you from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. Before the feast of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. The devil had already induced Judas, son of Simon of Iscariot, to hand him over. So during supper, fully aware that the father had put everything into his power, and that he had come from God, and he was returning to God, 
he rose from supper and took off his outer garments. He took a towel and tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with the towel around his waist. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered him and said to him, What I am doing, you do not understand now, but you will understand later. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, Unless I wash your feet, you will have no inheritance with me. Simon Peter said to him, Master, then not only my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus said to him, Whoever has bathed has no need except to have his feet washed, for he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all over. For he knew who would betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet and put his garments back on and reclined at table again, he said to them, Do you realize what I have done for you? You call me teacher and master, and rightly so, for indeed I am. If I therefore, the master and the teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow, so that as I have done for you, you should also do. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Fifty-four years next week, I kept a vigil next to my own dying father's bedside. At Norwood Hospital in a suburb of Boston, as he transitioned from earth to eternity. The hospital said the end was near. After no communication, throughout the day. I saw my father motion me with his finger to draw close, and I listened as he ever so faintly whispered to me, Bob, promise that you will take care of your mother. With tears in my eyes, I responded, I will, Dad. 
And then he mustered just enough strength to say, is there anything more I can do for you? His last words, his final desire, his dying concerns. Every year on this evening, I am reminded of that unforgettable moment precisely because I think the central theme which courses its way throughout this night is our Lord's desire to ask his disciples hours before his own passion and death, is there anything else I can do for you? Imagine his audience that evening, his betrayer, his denier, his doubter. They were all at table with him. And Jesus must have thought as he looked at them, what else, what more can I do for them? It's possible maybe that Jesus must have thought, I can share with them one more sign of humility, one more sign of ministry, one more sign of service, one more sign of love and affection. The common custom, as you know, at Jesus' time was for the lowliest servant of his master to wash the dirt and clay off the feet of the arriving invited guests, and most certainly before they reclined at table. Pope Benedict, in his beautiful books on Jesus, draws attention to this moment and calls it transformative. It was the greatest serving the least, the teacher continuing to educate his friends and his disciples. And in that simple but unexpected moment, his final gift to them was to be an example of humility, unconditional love and care, service, and most especially, a love which we've come to know and appreciate defies definition and limitation. To those 11, as well as to us tonight in this cathedral, there is to be found the challenge the challenge to love and serve others as he did for us. But Jesus wasn't finished that night. At that table, in that room, with either his friends or his disciples, and thank God he was not finished with us that night. Tonight's narrative does not end as tonight's gospel did. For what happened next that evening, interestingly enough, is not to be found in the farewell discourse as complete and as full as it is in John's Gospel. The answer to our Lord's question to himself and to us who call ourselves Christian tonight 
though normally found in the other three gospel accounts, but tonight is to be found in the second reading from St. Paul to the Corinthians. Well into the meal, with the betrayer now gone, and with his doubter Thomas still seeking more guidance, information, Lord, how do we know where you're going? How can we follow you? Jesus answered their plea. Their plea, but most simply, was master, Lord, teacher, friend, don't leave us. He looked again at them, and then he took bread. And he gave thanks, and he broke the bread to share with all at that table. And he did the same with wine. And with the words recounted by the three evangelists and by St. Paul, Jesus inaugurated the first Eucharist, the first Holy Communion. And if you believe, he said, I will never die, and I will be with you until the end of time. That is simply the story of tonight. Divinity empowering humanity to serve and to share. Keeping Christ alive and challenging us first to believe and then to share and finally to serve. That is at the heart and the foundation of what tonight we both recall and we celebrate. It would be inimical to history if we left this moment thinking that all present that night, centuries long ago, got it. That they left the table ready for whatever was around the corner and was to come. That they automatically on that night became on fire with zeal to carry on his ministry, certain of success, and fearless in the face of the challenges to come. But you and I know they did not. So what about ourselves? What about ourselves this evening? Are we full of doubts or are we full of confidence? Believe and serve are this evening's operative verbs. Will we walk out of here and say to ourselves at some point, Lord Jesus, what more can I do for you? And concurrently, what more can we do for each other? May we begin by believing. There's growing evidence that even among the baptized, the Eucharist begun that night long ago is today suffering a decline in belief. As Catholic Christians, it has been, it is, and must always be central to defining who we are. We're people of the Eucharist. Begun that night in the upper room and coursing throughout the centuries by doing precisely what Jesus did that night long ago. 
And we must believe that it's not just a memorial, but it's a treasure which Jesus himself created and shared to allow us to remain in him and he in us until we're together in the next life. It is the singular, fundamental, foundation answer to the disciples' urgent request that night, Jesus, don't leave us. From our belief and embrace in the Eucharist then, and only then, can we begin to serve others as Jesus served us. I have to say that for my personal Catholic faith, I will never apologize forever disregard our church, for my church ever disregarding the need of others. I would claim that our faith and our church has no equal in history or today's reality in corporately as church following his command that night. I have given you a model to follow so that what I've done for you, you should also do. When we Catholics are not at prayer, we must, and we do place ourselves at the service of others. Jesus loved us to death. Loving him and serving him is our answer to what else can we do. The ball is now in our court.
Let us pray. For Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all priests and those who guide us in faith, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That we may be refreshed and refilled with the new life you make available to us in the Holy Eucharist. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the sick and the suffering, that they may be given strength and courage to share their suffering of Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all our beloved dead, may they share in the life of the risen Lord. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our Jewish neighbors celebrating Passover, for those who unite with us in prayer this evening on the Catholic Faith Network, the Catholic Channel, Sirius XM 129, and our own live stream, we pray to the Lord. And we seek the powerful intercession of Mary, our mother, and those apostles at the Last Supper as we make our prayers through Christ our Lord.
Pray now that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries. For whenever the memorial of this holy sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for he is that true and eternal High Priest who instituted the pattern of an everlasting sacrifice and was the first to offer himself as the saving victim, commanding us to make this offering as his memorial. As we eat his flesh that was sacrificed for us, we're made strong. And as we drink his blood that was poured out for us, we're washed clean. And so with angels and archangels, thrones, dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, me, your unworthy servant, my auxiliary bishops, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants and all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, for they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them for the redemption of their souls in hope of health and well-being and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true.
celebrating the most sacred day on which our Lord Jesus Christ was handed over for our sake and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John and Paul, Cosmos and Damian, St. Patrick and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family, which we make to you as we observe that very day on which our Lord Jesus Christ handed on the mysteries of his body and blood for his disciples to celebrate. Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Blessed, be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer for our salvation and the salvation of all, that is today, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven to you, O God, his almighty Father, in giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me, Mystery of celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ, your Son, our Lord. We, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you've given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, 
the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, who though sinners hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon through Christ our Lord. Through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord, you sanctify them, fill them with life, you bless them and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior Jesus Christ we
Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. peace. away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join in singing the communion hymn found in the online program, Jesus, my Lord, my God, my all. Jesus, my Lord. 
Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that just as we are renewed by the supper of your Son in this present age, so we may enjoy his banquet for all eternity, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Angelingua gloriosi, corporis mysterium, sanguinisque preziosi, quem in mundi preziosum, fructus ventris generosi, Rex effudit gentium. Nobis status, nobis natus, ex intacta virgine, et in mundo conversatus, Sparso verbis hemine, sui moras incolatus, miro clausit ordine. In supreme nocte cene, Recumbens cum fratribus, observata lege plene, civis in legalibus, civum turbe duodene, 
sedat suis manibus, verbum caro panam verum, verbo carnem efficit, fitque sanguis Christi merum, et si sensus deficit, ad firmandum cor sincerum, sola fide sufficit. Pange lingua gloriosi, Corporis mysterium, sanguinisque preciosi, quem in mundi precium, fructus ventris generosi, Rex effudit gentium. Nobis datus, nobis natus, ex intacta virgine, et in mundo conversatus, Sparso verbis emine, sui moras incolatus, miro clausit ordine. In supreme nocte cene, Recumbens cum fratribus, observata lege plene, cibis in legalibus, cibum turbe duodene, Sedat suis manibus, verbum caro panam verum, verbo carnem efficit, fitque sanguis Christi merum, et si sensus deficit, ad firmandum cor sincerum, sola fide sufficit. Tantum ergo sacramentum, venere mur cernui, et 
et antiquum documentum, novo cedat ritui, prestet fides supplementum, sensum defectui. Genitori, genitoque, lauset jubilatio, salus honor virtus quoque, sitet benedictio. Procedenti abutroque, comparsit laudatio. Amen.